This is Kilakosh, and welcome to the Bad Bitch Bible. Pour yourself a drink and tap in. Welcome back to the Bad Bitch Bible, you sluts. Charot lang, but like, seriously. You already know the drill. Bawal yung mga etroserang froglet dito. No judgmental ass, homophobic ass, racist ass bitches over here. Just bad bitches. You know, the good kind. So anyway, in this week's pod, I have the most legit guest ever. I partnered with Kindred, which isn't paid by the way. They're a medical and health kinemer. They're on Instagram. They're called My Kindred and they support health for all women. They get into gynecology, dermatology, nutrition, mental health, and they're amazing at what they do because you can easily book a very discreet online consultation with them for any of your problems. And I mean anything. A yeast infection? Got it. You're not coming? covered you think you're pregnant don't worry kindred's on it they do so much for women's health so i thought the bad bitch bible would be an amazing platform to talk about sex baby talk about you and me yes songer songer yarn yarn but like it'd be the most perfect platform to talk about our coochies our vages our vaginas our kipais or whatever the fuck you want to call it so today, I'm really excited to have Dr. Angel on. She's a legit OB to help me debunk all of your craziest myths or questions you might have about sex, pills, and even how to have the freshest Gucci in the game. Kila and everyone else, all the bad bitches out there. <laughs> I'm Angel Shangyo. I am an OBGYN and I am thrilled to be here. So this is a new experience for me. Yay. I am 31 years old. Mm-hmm. I had four years of residency training and I started holding my clinics in Valenzuela. I had the opportunity to work with Kindred. It's no joke. Like <laughs> Every time I meet a healthcare worker, I'm like, thank you because I'm so... Boba, like I cannot go to med school and do what you do. I'm so dumb. So like, thank God for you that you're yeah, like but don't doing all these dumb. things. <laughs> thank you. Um, so I did want to ask, like, when should someone start visiting the OB? Like, even if you're not sexually active. Uh, yeah, ideally, before you start sexual explorations, your doctor should be able to see you to better protect. You mm-hmm. with cervical cancer vaccines, pap smears, or maybe just at the age of your first menses, that would be the best time for you to have your friendly neighborhood OB on board. Para kilala ka Wait na. lang. First period OB na? Yes. Ganon? Uh, yeah. Like that's ideal? Yes. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Not necessarily. I got my period at 9. Oh, uh, okay. That's still in the normal range. After the first period, you really have irregular menses mm-hmm. just yet. So, hindi pa siya mag-normalize mm-hmm. kahit hanggang two years. Yeah. That's why it's best that you have your OB on board, not necessarily giving you transvaginal examinations mm-hmm. or ultrasounds, but just to reassure you that everything's normal, everything's mm-hmm. fine. Like, why do you have to go? First, because you have to get your vaccines. Mm-hmm. The anti-cervical cancer vaccines are important, so the best time to get them is to have it before you are exposed to the virus. So before you are sexually active. Mm. Because the vaccines will protect you for life for a certain number of strains. And 
as of now, marami pang nakikita na strains that can cause cancer and we wouldn't want you to be suffering yeah. cancer later on. We want you to be enjoying life to the fullest. That's oh. why. Oh no, I've never gotten checked physically. I've never been to an OB in real life, mm-hmm. you know, like only online. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything's normal. Like, I don't have any issues naman. But like, mm-hmm. now I really feel the urgency na shit, kailangan ko magpa, you know, <laughs> for all of those things because I don't want to get cancer. And yes, protect yourself. Yeah. In my school before, I went to Saint school, they used to offer the cervical cancer, ano, mm-hmm. injections or something. Yes, we can give it as early as nine years old for female patients, even for the male patients. Oh. So we protect them from the virus itself. For the male, it's actually protecting who their partner will be so that they don't have mm. to suffer as well. Oh, nakakaloka. Because every time, so diba, the teachers would give out the circulars na parang every Friday you can get the vaccine, the anti-cervical cancer vaccine. My mom would always be like, sayang pero wag na lang. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't it's a, not a priority. priority. Yeah. And there's a certain taboo when it comes to saying cervical cancer because it means that you're sexually active oh. but actually it's a means of preparing yourself for the future because you won't say na you will be pure your whole life yeah so yeah I of think course it's really part of the human being itself mm-hmm. that you get to explore your sexuality mm-hmm. nowadays it's best that we protect not only ourselves but also children give them vaccines tell them that it's okay mm-hmm. it's not like they're going to be active anytime soon but just in case prepare them for what's to come Pota lang. i had no idea i really didn't know because i honestly thought that you only go to the ob if you're pregnant mm-hmm. or if you have like a medical issue mm-hmm. but you're really supposed to go i really should make that appointment now then yeah <laughs> to get those things done sometimes when you go to the ob during those times it's too late oh my god where yeah. <laughs> it's good you mentioned that because i also want to ask you i got over four thousand questions i had wow, the craziest great. yeah <laughs> the amount of questions i got also just proves the lack of sex ed you know like we're all just in the dark the acceptance yeah like they were also excited to ask because it's anonymous and i think everyone is scared of going to the ob it's just such a awkward experience because usually people go with their moms. Yeah. And very uncomfortable for yeah. dreading the examination itself. Mm-hmm. There was a few years ago, I had this really bad sore throat and I couldn't even swallow. There was probably a three millimeter hole in my throat and it was just a really bad like sore throat or whatever. And my Lola, she's a cardiologist, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh my God, I think you have an STD. <laughs> <laughs> like when I told her, yeah, and syempre nagpanic ako. Yeah. And then I panicked, and then butin lang, I was like, oh my god, do I have to schedule an OB na? Butin lang, it went down. But for older people around me, mm-hmm. it's like really weird. Yeah. There are outdated notions even yeah. for doctors themselves. Yeah. I think it's really nice that there are such platforms like Kindred yeah, who super. can reach out to you, and you can reach out to us. In mm-hmm. private, no one will know, mm-hmm. and we can shed light on all of your issues, all of your questions, anything that's boggling your mind. So. Yeah, super accessible. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to debunk some of the myths that they sent. Mm-hmm. The first one is Is the occult really helpful for your vagina? 
to make it smell better and more healthy. Well, your coat is delicious, but yeah. it's really a probiotic drink. Mm-hmm. It's meant for the gut, the stomach. Mm-hmm. With the vagina, it has a distinct smell because it has a normal flora. And it doesn't really have to smell like flowers. But it doesn't have to smell bad either. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we can give supplements which are probiotics, but not Yakult person <laughs> because yeah, uh. it's a different kind of organism that we have. Oh, because there were some people messaging that parang before she sees her boyfriend, because she sees her boyfriend every weekend, she drinks about 12 pieces of Yakult. That's too much. Yeah, I think it's just, you know, one of those viral tips mm-hmm. and tricks. Or a lot of people say cranberry juice. Or pineapple juice? Mm -hmm. Is that true? I've been seeing patients then who are saying they drink pineapple juice to make the scent sweeter. But there are no studies linking when you drink pineapple juice or Yakult that it will give you a sweeter smell. I can't really debunk since science is ever-evolving. But it's not yet proven. Yeah, and I also wanted to share that everybody is different. So Mm -hmm. everybody is different and to each his own. So I can't really say that for you, Mm -hmm. this one will work. And for the others, it will not. So... If it works for you, by all means, go ahead. Pero in moderation, don't drink the 12 bottles yeah. of Yakult because it's too much for your stomach <laughs> for the gut bacteria. Nakakaloka. Because imagine that's her prep. Every single time may booking daw siya, she chugs it like shots. Ah, okay. And medyo sayang sa funds. Because yeah. most part of the Yakult that she's drinking is going to waste. It's excreted. Yeah. Drink in moderation. It's okay to experiment, but do it in moderation. Yeah, <laughs> but not rely on it, no? Yes. Do you have any other tips to how to have a fresh mm-hmm. vag? Like, just overall hygiene. What are things that we should do? Because something I do, I don't know if it's helpful, but I don't wear a panty when I sleep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, something I learned lang from my mom. Like, kinagaya ko lang. She always says, you have to let it breathe. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> really? Personally, I would tell my patients, especially those who are having infections, na mm-hmm. kung kaya, pag nasa bahay, don't wear underwear. Just wear loose clothing instead para mm-hmm. you don't get sweat. It will not be sweaty. Pero if you really need to wear underwear, Wear the cotton ones and make sure that if you have discharge or you feel like the underwear is already wet, um, you can change as frequently as you can. Mm-hmm. Siguro four hours is a reasonable time. When you feel like there's a discharge, you can change. Kasi if there's fluid, it's a medium for the yeast and the bacteria to grow. So oh. might as well remove that. And sometimes, very controversial, the older OBGYNs would also tell you to use water and vinegar. I heard so that. It's like, Is that true? <laughs> Does that work? Uh, I think it's effective for a few patients. For others, mm. it's effective. For others, it's not. So, uh, it's like mimicking the the normal acidity of the vagina. Oh, so a natural remedy. Yeah, natural remedy, but you don't have to overuse the vinegar. Yeah. Because <laughs> that might do more harm. Oh no, gets. Okay, Um, how about food? Mm-hmm. Are there any proven foods that you should eat to make it better? Or like a diet that you should have to make it fresher? I guess there's really no right way of answering that because 
diet affects everything. It affects your mood. Mm-hmm. I can even say it aff- it will affect your discharge or your odor. But again, I think the vagina has a distinct smell. Mm-hmm. But just don't use harsh chemicals. Maybe drinking the pineapple juice will benefit you not only for your discharge or the smell of the vagina. But mm-hmm. you can do that. There's just no scientific backing um, explanation yeah Mm-mm. it's not backed up by science for now but we can also we can always explore in the future if it's really true yeah if you eat a lot of acidic foods so that can also affect the acidity of your body hence baka mas stronger yung odor down there gets for me um i went pescatarian two years ago almost three years na pala i stopped eating meat wow and i don't know it like made a significant change down there like now i'm always mm. fresh like before there were times i would be like is there something wrong here and there you know um now mm-hmm. i mean again that's something that worked for me but it's not gonna work for everybody but yun like i really noticed yeah. a change but good discovery <laughs> yeah I was like, oh, okay, another plus. Yeah. The next question is, does working out with a Kegel help you finish? Or are there workouts to make your vagina stronger or more capable? Mm-hmm. Kegel's exercises are great. Mm-hmm. It doesn't require any equipment and you can do it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Even you can do it now while talking to someone. Mm-hmm. You just have to tighten the pelvic muscles. And we usually advise this to patients who have incontinence after giving birth mm-hmm. or those with prolapse. So that's the older age group. And it's a very simple exercise which will take about five minutes of your everyday life but it's not a guarantee that you will finish mm. during an intercourse because the vagina is a muscle right uh, it's a muscular organ yes oh a muscular organ yeah, it can have stimulation but it will not cause the climax of anyone yeah. <laughs> so it's a different part it's the clitoris so it's higher up and it's more superficial than the vagina. Yeah, because I actually read somewhere na parang there are more girls, something like 70% of girls actually finish mm-hmm. with a clit and not through penetration. Yeah, it's because you just need the proper stimulation mm-hmm. on the proper spot. Do not rely on anything else. And sometimes it's your mind. You condition your mind to be doing that. Gets. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Another question is, the vagina tightens when you don't have sex for a long time. Is that true? Um, the vagina is very elastic and very resilient. But mm-hmm. if you do not have any form of penetration for a long time, you can perceive it as more uptight. Pero if you had multiple childbirth, normal deliveries, mm-hmm. uh, the vagina becomes more lax because of the pressure that it undergoes. So, Wait, what do you mean na buhat ka ng buhat? Like weights? Weightlifting? Yeah, weightliftings or even everyday chores. Just if you exert too much, even if you're um, regularly constipated, diba, you have to exert force. Kailangan mm-hmm. umire. So that's the time that the pelvic muscles will feel pressure, especially if you don't do the exercises it will become lax even if you're not having any sexual contact. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that na parang even just working out or everyday chores, it really affects the vagina. Yes, of course. Even if you're just um, lifting the laundry or mm-hmm. doing groceries, 
So that can affect, especially if, if you're doing this with heavy equipments or heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're doing it every day, then might as well do the exercises. Oh, okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. The next question is, do guys know when you're not a virgin? Or do doctors know if you're not a virgin or sexually active or not? Because the last time I went to an OB and they asked me if I'm sexually active, I lied because my mom mm-hmm. was there. So that's a question they sent in. So For starters, guys won't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think guys will inspect your hymen or <laughs> opening before sex. <laughs> but kidding aside, you know, the hymen is a thin membrane yeah. and it has a different variation per body, so it's not the same for everyone. Mm-hmm. Doctors and maybe some guys will notice if the vagina is lax mm-hmm. or there were previous cuts or trauma to the perineum as what we call it. Mm-hmm. That's when we know, ah, this patient is hiding something from me. But we just ask really for the sake of your medical records and, of course, for examination. But I really do understand patients who have to lie because their parents are there, especially yeah. their mothers. Yeah, we understand. So Super awkward. It just depends on how we will examine you. That's why we have to ask. The thing is, a lot of people were messaging na they went to an OB and parang jina judge daw sila or because their OBs are older. Na parang once they say they're sexually active, parang they're like, oh, ang bata-bata mo pa. They say things like that because they're in their teens, you know? So yeah. it's really awkward sometimes because I guess some OBs are still you know, like outdated. I also do understand because I was a patient myself before because of this menorrhea. Mm -hmm. I think it's more of connecting with your Mm OBGYN and going there in confidence that you will be understood by your OB and your OB knows that you're in control of your body. And I think with the doctors, we have this understanding that it's your body, it's your choice and we're here to help you. So maybe just you know, connect with your OB. Yeah. So or it's also find the right OB for you. <laughs> yeah, like finding your perfect match, Ganorn. Like yes. you really have to find the person. I Not think for then, everyone. <laughs> like a lot of them, a lot of girls especially, you go to the OB ng mambo. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the only one you know. Or parang you you have to ask for recommendations from a tita. And I even saw a DM na pinalabas yung mom ng room, right? Mm-hmm. The OB was like, oh, can you leave the room, uh, mom? And then just stay the kid. And then she told the OB talaga, like, yeah, I'm sexually active, ganto ganyan. Mm-hmm. Later on in that day, the OB texted the mom. Oh. The OB told the mom talaga na your daughter is sexually active, humanda ka, blah, 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 blah. Like, ang daming hanash. So I think, you know, like, sometimes there are barriers, there are boundaries that are broken. Yeah, I agree. That happen. And of course, as a doctor, I think that in general, you have to safeguard what the patient entrusted to you. So the details, the facts, especially that if the patient said, don't tell my mom. So you don't have to tell the the mother. Yeah, super. Another question we got was, does waxing or shaving have bad side effects? Or for me, Mm because I got my vag lasered, like Brazilian, all gone, Mm -hmm. no hair. So like, is it actually bad? There are older women that always tell me that you'll eventually need hair there for protection or something. I heard something like that. Mm Um, the pubic hair is there to protect. It acts as a barrier mm-hmm. for certain organisms or maybe discharges. But 
it's okay if you got it laser. Mm-hmm. Waxing is, of course, painful. Yeah. But again, to each his own. And then yeah. with waxing, you have to regularly go to your salon and then get stripped off of the natural oils that the perineum has. So I'm not against waxing. But it's mm-hmm. definitely better than shaving. And yes, I think that the diode laser is better than waxing itself. So mm-hmm. you won't have ingrown hairs. Plus, your OB won't mind if you have hair down there. It's kind of oh. normal. So Okay. Next question is, girls can get HIV or AIDS from each other through lesbian sex. Is that true? Good question. But I think the virus is transmitted through body fluids coursing through broken skin or the membranes. So if you're using toys mm-hmm. and penetration is done using those toys, you might get the virus. But... Uh, mm-hmm. If there's no penetration and there's no exchange of bodily fluids, which mm-hmm. is, I think, impossible when you have yeah. a lesbian sex. So yeah. uh, it's pretty much possible, especially if you think about it, if you're using certain mm-hmm. objects like toys. But uh, mm-hmm. if there's no exchange, then um, no harm done. Yeah, okay. So most likely not. Right. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know what's the craziest myth that you heard, the man, as a doctor, or like from a patient, or you know, like a crazy story they said. One of the worst and craziest myths I've ever heard is that when a pregnant woman is ugly and is having dark skin, the baby is a boy. So that's just really? crazy. Yeah. Yeah, sinasabi nila, pag umiitim yung kilikili, umiitim yung singit, and the nose gets bigger, nagiging pangit yung babae, oh, the baby will be a boy. Yeah, that's crazy. Every pregnant woman is beautiful, and what's more beautiful is what they're sacrificing for what they're creating. So, people, please stop telling them that they're ugly or turning so ugly. <laughs> Kaya pala, they yeah. always say, pag nag-glow girl. Like, I've heard that so many yeah. times. Do you get baog if you keep taking pills? No. The pills are mm-hmm. easily reversible. So, mm-hmm. if you miss one, even just one, diba yung iba nabubuntis? Yes. Kasi they missed one pill and then they had contact. So, it depends also on the number of years that you've been taking it. Ideally, as ob guys, we will tell our patients to take the pills three to six months and then let's reevaluate if this is okay or you have mm-hmm. to take a break kasi baka naman your body can resume normal menses or mm. you're not that active. So, taking a yeah. break from the pill is not only economical but also right for your body. Yeah. Something like that. You don't get infertility from the Just long, taking pills. prolonged use. Yeah. I don't know if this is bad but whenever I have a beach trip and mm-hmm. then I know my, I'm gonna get my period, I always take pills so that I don't get my period. Is so that it bad? will prolong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, how often do you have beach trips? Maybe, so that's the question. Yeah. Maybe like mga <laughs> twice a year ko lang ginagawa. Mga ganon. Twice. Ah, okay. Um, with birth control pills, uh, they really do control the cycle of your menses. Although for some... It's really unpredictable. Yeah. Pero the good thing about pills is that once you stop taking it, it's reversible. It's easily reversible. So you can have withdrawal bleeding after or you can yeah. get pregnant if you miss one pill. So 
maybe once or twice i'm not encouraging but <laughs> it's maybe it's okay yeah but you have to really listen to your body if you have different side effects when you mm-hmm. take it after you know after your beach trip yeah actually honestly nahasal ako i mean tampons are fine but nahasal lang ako like having to put it in and then take it out and then because pads you can wear all day right like tampons really yeah. have the time i saw this girl that lost her leg from like a toxic shock yeah. syndrome or something so after that i was like fuck tampons i'm not always gonna do it unless kailangan mm-hmm. and besides tampons are not readily accepted in the philippines right we were yes. not taught on how to insert on how uncomfortable it will be or how comfortable it will be mm-hmm. um sometimes ladies forget that they have inserted one because yes. of the comfort it gives and then that's when the complications arise so it's really finding out what's best for you <laughs> and yeah. knowing yourself right you know ever since i heard about that girl with the toxic shock syndrome that it happens pala like you can literally lose a membrane or whatever because you yeah. left it in too long. I got so scared. So now I don't keep a tampon more than two hours mm-hmm. just to be sure. But how does it feel if you have to remove every two hours? Diba? Ang sakit. That... It's like, yeah. that's why I do the whole pill scheduling method. Um, Because I remember growing up, my mom used to do that. So ginaya ko lang. Mm, okay. Am I baog if I have picos? Infertility or being baog is a vague, very vague term and it's very mm. negative. So if you have picos, there's a higher chance of not being able to get pregnant immediately. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean na baog ka. Like completely, uh, not just, completely. Yes. You have to undergo certain investigations with your partner. Kasi oh. being baog or infertile is not a one-way street. So you have to get mm-hmm. your partner tested as well. Um, the difficult truth is that 70 to 80% of women with PCOS mm-hmm. are having a hard time conceiving. But it doesn't mean that you won't be able to conceive. Especially if you have your symptoms controlled. Oh, kaya pala, I have some titas that, so she has picos, and then every few months, every month ata, she has to get these injections, like, while she was pregnant, mm-hmm. so she doesn't lose the baby mm-hmm. though, something like that, like, maraming other steps, but mm-hmm. she had the baby. Um, There are different reasons, some, you know, what we call apas, or the body is rejecting the baby itself. Oh. That's why they have to get injections. The others naman, they have low levels of hormones. That's why they have to get injections every month to sustain mm-hmm. the baby. But when you have because it doesn't mean it's the end of the world. Okay. You can still <laughs> conceive. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you just we just have to control the symptoms. You have to get the constellation of picos under control mm-hmm. that's why it's not a hundred percent that if you're you have picos you're infertile already that's it for this week's episode of the bad bitch bible check back in for part two as we answer all the questions about contraceptive sex picos and all the cameras you're too scared to ask your mom bye